Hello once again, everybody. I am the Common Sense American, wishing you a good stay-at-home day. Of course, I think we're all really hoping that the country starts rolling again very, very soon, because we cannot afford to stay shut down for much longer. However, I would like to alter the view this week just a little. Everyone's so focused on the virus and has been for some time, even myself. I have done several podcasts in a row focusing on it. Uh, what I'd like to do today, and this is sort of based on the past few weeks of experience as to uh, my interaction with people, uh, not just online, but just about everywhere, um, I have noticed that people are tenser and edgier and just in general, not in a great mood. But the other thing that I've noticed is that, uh, you know, the internet is one giant echo chamber depending on what you do with it. Like, for example, if you're on social media, if you're on Twitter, you're on Facebook, you're on Instagram, Snapchat, whatever, and you obviously follow and like certain people, you tend to follow and like people that agree with you, which means that you really see that viewpoint and that viewpoint alone. And the only other side that you see is the most extreme viewpoints, which, of course, we all condemn. And people who are in the middle, and I've said this many times before, the centrists, like myself. Now, I do mean more conservative libertarians, certainly. Uh, but I'm, I, I, I am more occupying the center spot. And there's a reason for that. And these past few weeks have revealed to me once again why I am more in the middle. And that is because the, the bottom line is we have on both sides of the spectrum people who are absolutely willing to freak right out if you don't agree with them. I, and, and in recent podcasts, I've said a few things that don't jive 100% with the right side. Uh, mostly I'm in support of it, but I'm not always 100%. And if you deviate just a little, there are going to be a few who absolutely eviscerate you. And yes, they exist on the right. To believe that only liberals do that is wrong. And one of the reasons why I remain mostly a centrist. Um, but I, I really want to try and explain that specifically, and I'm going to start, and this is going to take up the majority of the podcast, because uh, I really don't understand the left's view at all these days. I, I thought I used to, but I'm, I'm just, I'm running out of ways to identify, or at least acknowledge that there's some rational thought going on uh, on the Democrat side. So first, let me start by saying, uh, I am not a Democrat, I never have been, and I at this rate, probably never will be. But let me explain why. And obviously, there are a great many uh, reasons why. Uh, for a lot of people, I think. I think there are a lot of people out there who, you, they could list a bunch of reasons. Now, I am not about to make the claim that, uh, you know, all of them, all liberals are nasty and... Uh, hostile and just flat out insane when it comes to uh, political correctness and all that stuff and, you know, pro-illegal immigration. I, I have Democrat relatives. I, I have a few friends and most of them are more centrist like myself. They are not like that. Uh, they have beliefs I don't believe in, that's for sure. They're not all like that. However, they have gotten steadily worse, and I've made this point several times in, in recent months and in the past few years, in fact. It has, ever since Trump was elected, it has exposed what I have always believed to be the rotten core of the modern Democrat Party, which is a push towards, I would say, not just... I wouldn't say a push towards socialism and communism, but the tenets that support that, as in... Uh, 
the deconstruction of the individual, the devaluing of individual achievement and accomplishment and things like self-discipline and things like ambition, drive, pride, work ethic. These are things that have been under attack both directly and indirectly, I would say for the past 40 years at least. Uh, and, and over the decades, it has become uh, almost accepted to believe that we need somebody else to survive, that we need our neighbor to survive. And the Democrat talking point has always been other people first, not you. And they, you know, they frame it as being, okay, that we're not being greedy, we're not being selfish, we're being, you know, all about our neighbor and all about, you know, good feelings among people and everyone propping each other up. I have no problem with people helping people. What I have a problem with is putting everybody else ahead of the individual. And honestly, it has reached a point where they're basically telling you you can't do much of anything on your own. And this has manifested itself during this time, during this crisis, where you're seeing it on TV, you know, alone together, or we'll get through this together, or we have to do this together, or we have to do that together. We can't do anything on our own. Nothing can happen on our own. Nothing good, nothing positive, nothing forward thinking or any progress can be made on our own. This is sort of a message that has been being spread and reason why I cannot get on board the Democrats and it's underlying everything. That lack of work ethic, that lack of discipline, that is just running rampant and it's leading to socialistic tendencies. Uh, I'm, I'm, I think I made this point probably before, I don't really remember when, but I remember my father telling me that when he was young, it was a uh, it was a great embarrassment to be on any form of assistance from the government or from anybody. To take a loan was humiliating, um, and it was just it wasn't just because of the male female. There wasn't emasculating. Women thought the exact same way. Everyone wanted to succeed on their own. This country was built on people taking their own burdens on their own backs and doing amazing things and not turning to somebody else for help. Because when we do that, then it basically de-incentivizes the need for us to do anything and says, okay, well, someone else will provide and it's okay. And the attitude for that has shifted dramatically. Like my father said, it was no one even wanted to admit that they were getting help from somewhere, from, you know, whether it's the government or from friends or from relatives, they did not want to admit it. And it really, they would lose sleep over this. If they owed somebody something, they hated it. They really hated it. Now, people will flat out brag about it. They will brag about it. And then, worse, they will attempt to rationalize why it's okay. Why this is something that we should be in support of, right? You're starting to see this everywhere. That people are basically saying, I don't care that I'm taking money. I think I should get it for almost no reason, which is where we've got the free Medicare, the free higher education, free this, free that. Yes, it's socialist, but worse than that, it breaks down the individual, breaks down humanity. It makes us just useless. And I saw an article just in passing uh, the, the other day that said something about how a meritocracy is dangerous and that it you know, it only breeds selfishness and discrimination, which is a big pile of bullcrap and one of the more dangerous messages that are being spread by Democrats today. It doesn't do any of those things. That's like saying capitalism is about greed and money. It never was. These people are so stupid that they can't seem to understand the basic fundamentals of humanity. 
to advance based on merit, based on how you present yourself to the world and what you provide to your community and society only makes perfect sense. And that is how it should be done. We don't do monarchies and aristocracies anymore because they don't work. Being born into something doesn't mean you're capable of handling whatever that great position is or that you should be entitled to it for your entire life or that something is off limits to you on the flip side of being born into poverty or whatever. All of that was wrong. We had to get rid of that. But now they don't like meritocracy either. Now we're just, well, somebody's going to have to pay for something somehow. We don't know. We'll just prop everybody else up. We'll sit in a big circle, sing Kumbaya, and everything will be fine. That doesn't work either. It hasn't worked. And that is what they keep pushing. You know, this pro-everybody-else-before, that has also led to the illegal immigration insanity, where they don't just want, they're not just in support of illegal immigration. They don't want any, they don't even want the word illegal associated with it. They don't want any immigration or citizenship law of any kind. They don't want borders of any kind. They actually believe that works. They think that that can work in any society, any civilization. And there are dozens of countries out there just cannot believe what we're saying, cannot understand what we're talking about. And by the way, they're a whole lot safer than us and a whole lot more stable than us right now because of their enhanced border security. And now that Trump has shut down the borders for a couple of months due to this virus and Democrats are freaking out again, and I can't even begin to fathom. Once again, we're at a point where I cannot understand their train of thought. It's not that I disagree with it. It's not that I can stand there and say, no, I understand what you're saying and I disagree with it. That's not it. I don't get it at all. It's as if, I don't know, the brain has stopped functioning in a normal manner. Why wouldn't you shut down borders for a couple of months when a virus is running rampant? Or so they say, why? Why? What could possibly be the reason for allowing people to cross over into this country from God knows where? When we're trying to fight the spread of this thing, you're telling people that they can't go out to, you know, use the local hardware store and you're taking in some random person from, I don't know, Turkey? That, how does this make any sense at all? So that's another thing. You know, I just cannot understand what they're saying. I don't get it. Every time I turn around, another Democrat is pushing the same crap. And that, again, is one other thing. And I did an entire podcast about this before. I remember saying, look, this is the number one reason conservatives are just fed up with liberals. And it's fatigue. Fatigue has hit us in a way that I wasn't anticipating. I'm so tired of it. It's not that they just become predictable. They became predictable 10 years ago. They're, they've gone beyond that now. Now... They double down on everything to the point where it's so tiring and so insane and so destructive that I don't, many times I don't even know how to respond. I just sort of roll my eyes and sit back in my chair and just sort of sigh and go, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I've, you've gone so far off the deep end, I can't even see you anymore. I don't understand. I'm sorry. You know, you, you get to the point where they're saying abortions are going, they want it to be considered an essential service or defending that in, in any way, shape or form, which I, I have philosophical reservations a little on that. But for the most part, it's murder, um, you know, and you've got the endless parade of alternate lifestyle propaganda, which doesn't stop. 
It's everywhere. It's in the news every day. It's, in, it's invaded and overtaken every form of entertainment, movies, TVs, books, stage plays, picket. It's there. And it never stops. My mother has been an avid reader her whole life, uh, reads constantly. And I was visiting her the other day and she was scrolling through lists on, of books on, on Amazon just looking for a book to read. And she's just scroll, scrolling through. It's not that she had read them all. It's that she cannot find anything she wants to read. She goes, I can't, I can't deal with it anymore. Every single thing I click on, I have to, I'm going to click right off it again because all I ever see is race, class, privilege, transgender. It never ends and it's in there somewhere no matter what the story is. And that is not, again, that is not exclusive to books. It's everywhere. I do the same thing when I'm on Netflix. I notice that they got rid of basically every single classic movie ever and have a brand shiny new LGBTQ section. Right. This is, this, is where, this is where we are. And it doesn't stop. It just gets worse and worse and worse. And how many times have I said, how many times have many of us said that we are not against this? We are not saying you're not allowed to exist. We're not saying you're not allowed to have the same rights if you're gay or whatever. What we're saying is we're tired of having it jammed down our throats every second of the day. We're tired of preferential treatment, which they absolutely have. Look at jobs. Look at college admissions. Ask employers if they're being honest. They will tell you flat out that if they have five applications on their table and one of them is from the white male and the other is white straight male and the other ones are from a combination of, you know, gay, transgender, minority, women, whatever, I guarantee you the first one getting tossed out if everything being equal is the white heterosexual male because they know they're the ones who absolutely cannot complain to the labor board for any sort of discrimination. And the same thing goes for college admissions, which is out of control right now. At this point, I don't know, are they even accepting white heterosexual males? I don't even know why you'd go. It's gotten so insane that we, and they don't even get that it's backwards. So this, among other reasons, is why I'm not a Democrat. I can't deal. I don't understand it. I'm sorry. Now, here comes the part that I'm sure a few of you are going to take issue with. But if you are mature, if you have an open mind, if you are not parroting everything, which we accuse the left of doing all the time, if you are willing to just sort of take another viewpoint and be a little more centrist in your way in this, I can also explain to you why I am not a full-on Republican and conservative. Like I said, I lean more towards that way, conservative, libertarian leanings. I am not a full any one of those. I'm independent. I always have been. I probably always will be. And again, this past few weeks have really reminded me as to why. We have a lot of people who I've seen them, I'll say something like, you know, to brand the mainstream media, uh, to say that every journalist is lying to you, or that every source is lying to you, that every source is lying to you, or that every doctor is lying to you. Uh, I, I'm well aware of the manipulation and misleading of the media. I was part of it. I still am to some extent as a, as a writer and editor and a journalist for various uh, mostly right-wing publications. I've seen it in the past when I was working for newspapers 10, 15 years ago. Uh, I understand it. I've done entire podcasts as to why that's a big issue, why journalism is failing. I understand all that. But to believe that every single one of them are lying to you or that want to lie to you or that want to mislead you or to say that, uh, you know, they're, they're all, you know, funded by whatever Soros or, you know, look, 
we have to at least try not to get on the crazy train and try to accept that there are some people out there who are wanting to try to tell you the truth and trying to get to the bottom of things. And they don't all work for your you know, right-wing sources, many of which suck, by the way. Um, I know you want to only read news that you agree with. However, places like Gateway Pundit and places like, you know, um, there was one I saw the other day that was absolutely awful. I forget the name of it. But any source that does not, any publication that does not properly source its material, that turns news articles mostly into opinion, that takes a talking point and spins it just a little or gives you a very strong uh, headline um, designed to emphasize the anti-democrat and anti-liberal angle without any real basis for it, you know, sort of stretching something and saying, you know, for example, say a Democrat, I don't know, uh, is under investigation for, I don't know, say fraud, right? That is going to be played up hugely. They're going to say, you know, top Democrat caught red-handed being a, you know, stealing millions from, even when that's not true, and the majority of the headline can be seen as not true, you know, that you're going to just throw it up there and post and say, look how bad Democrats suck. Take it upon yourselves to do a little bit of research that these publications really aren't doing. Now, I know some of them are, and I know some of them aren't. And I know that there's leanings on some of the things like Breitbart and Daily Caller and Daily Wire, and they have that leaning, and that's perfectly fine, because there's plenty of Democrat-leaning publications out there that do the same thing on the other side. And so long as the news is accurate, so long as what they're saying in there is fine, if they give it a little bit of a, a slant, which they're obviously doing, I'm fine with that because they source the material and it's written in a way that is still news. However, let's not go crazy. Let's, you know, maintain at least some semblance of fact finding. Um, so to believe and, and to believe that, you know, all journalists on the right wing side are all being accurate, all being honest and all telling you the truth all the time and not trying to mislead you and not trying to be biased. And everybody on the left, MSNBC, CNN and all that, they're the ones who are just trying to lie to you all the time. To believe that is so stupid and so ignorant, I can't deal. OK, I, I again, I have come out against the MSM so many times. But I'm not about to go blanket, you know, do the blanket statement thing and go to extremes. I don't do that. It's not true. And it's stupid. Um, and I have also said that in response to this, uh, you know, the response to the virus responses, the, the, the knee jerk reaction. OK, that's it. I'm going to go buy guns and arm up and get canned goods. And I believe that the government is coming for me and that they're taking away all my rights and I won't have any rights by the end of the year. And that this was all a conspiracy. I, look, I understand that there are certain things happening right now that we have to be wary of, that we should be vigilant about, that we should not let our civil liberties be stomped on, and that we need to stand up if that's happening. However, as usual, you know, they go a little too far in that way. And, you know, it just drives me nuts that people are not willing to think a little bit more and to progress a little bit more. And I hate the term progressive because they don't, that doesn't mean progressive. In their world, progressive world, that's regression as far as I'm concerned. But I've come across far too many uh, extreme right-wing people who, yeah, I'm sorry, the stereotype fits in some, in some ways. You know, all, the only thing you've ever read is the Bible and a menu from Chili's and you're going to lecture me on what socialism is. I mean, come on. You know, I, it's obvious that you are not educated on this matter, that you don't know what you're talking about, and screaming about it is not going to make you sound any more educated. And the fact that there is a shocking number of people on the right that do not have really much of a form of education on this, that believe they know things like, for example, they, they know nothing about how tax works. And again, to believe that 
I've had people say, well, all my money's being stolen in taxes. You, you really think that? You avail yourself of state and federal services every single day. If you don't, if you live completely off the grid, okay, that, that's one thing. I seriously doubt you do. But if you do, then you're still paying taxes for some reason. Then yes, I'd say they're being stolen. And yes, I'm the first one to say that they are not being spent wisely, our tax dollars. And that yes, we are owed some money back, absolutely. And that it should not go to illegals. It should not go into a bloated, broken medical system that is completely just robbing people and have been for years. It should not go towards, you know, endless Democrat projects and government assistance and welfare that is crippling us. And yes, I get it. I understand there's nothing perfect about taxes, but to believe it's all being stolen from you, the word theft in that way, every penny of it being stolen, again, too stupid. I can't listen to that. Please try and go beyond what we have. So you're supposed to progress. You can hang tight and stick to your beliefs and your morals. And I have no problem with your faith. I have no problem with, with you reading the Bible. I have no problem with your, with, with your guns or the fact that you support the Second Amendment. I have no problem with these things, provided that's not all you do. Provided that you still utilize your brain and realize we have ways to grow and that we can progress, really progress, and that we can understand things in a, in a greater capacity because we are willing to open our minds and willing to accept that change, yes, it does happen. Yes, this, no, this is not 1770 anymore. And things have changed in, in certain ways. There are certain things we still need to stick to because they are fundamentals and they are the basic building blocks of the country. and We should still keep them. But there are other things that because the entire world has changed and even humanity has changed, we have to accept that and work with it. And that's really why I can't be a full Republican and conservative all the time because too many times they just, they're too rigid and too stupid. And, and yes, liberals can be even dumber. Liberals are even worse because they're, they can be just dangerous and hostile and basically run you down for not agreeing with them. And I haven't come across that as much on the right wing side, I have to say. And they tend to be much nicer people in general. They tend to be cheerier. They tend to be more optimistic. They tend to be, uh, yeah, and they do. They don't, they don't, uh, I don't find as many extremists on the right. That's true. Which is why I lean in that direction. But again, the emphasis on lean and why I'm a centrist and why I have to stay in the middle because so many times, every, every once in a while, starts to sort of waver in one direction and then I'll go, oh my God, and realize what's all the way over there. Extremists on both sides. I can't stand them. And it's really hurting us. And that's where I come out today. So again, I'm sure I ticked off a few people. I don't mean to. I just want people to try and not be nasty or hostile and try and open their minds and not always say, oh, only read news that they agree with. And if they don't agree with it, just call it fake news and that's it. It's wrong. Yes, sometimes it is. Not all the time, but we need to discriminate. We need to use our brains. We need to be better than the opposition. It's not hard to be better than liberals and Democrats these days. Trust me, we just have to do it. We have to put in the effort and become the humans and the, func the functioning, productive, intelligent humans that we are always supposed to be. And that's my spiel for today. And again, I hope I don't, I don't want to offend everybody or anybody. I just want to speak my mind, and that's what I do, and I want you to do the same in a civil way, with your mind always open. That's all I ask. That's the best way to get through this, right? It's the best way to get through everything. I think that's it. And again, please uh, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, uh, subscribe. It's always free, no ads and all that, and I always greatly appreciate your attention. And I will once again uh, be looking forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you.